King Wolf Creative presents Pints and Putts, a podcast for golfers and craft beer lovers. Hosted by Burke Cullinane and Justin Bedard. This is Pints and Putts. Dude, it's it's a uh, it's good to chat with you again. It's great to hang out again. I we had a blast. I think that was one of my favorite rounds at Quail Ridge was hanging out with you just because like you were the way that you grabbed yardages by the way is absolutely insane (laughs) (laughs) like Justin I don't did you did you experience that no you were trying to explain it to me the morning at seven lakes and you were making absolutely zero sense (laughs) and I was like I was like dude just forget it like that it's not even worth trying to explain to me right now so first of all, for everybody listening, uh, we have our buddy Mike from Sea Golf Play Golf with us on the podcast today. Um, yesterday, we have to sp- we're we're time traveling again. So today's Wednesday. The podcast comes out Thursday morning. So last night we put out um, our second video of the On the Rome series with Mike. We played a beautiful hidden gem golf course in North Carolina uh, called Quail Ridge. Um, so Mike, do you mind just introducing yourself, and then I want to dive into that. The yardage grab. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no problem. So yeah, hey guys, my name's Mike. Uh, hopefully you saw me in the video. If you didn't, go check it out. Uh, I run Sea Golf, Play Golf on Instagram and YouTube. Uh, I mean, yeah, not much to say, but I'm a pretty regular dude. I like golf. Got to meet these guys. Got to play with them. And yeah, just a golf nut and a nerd. So here I am. You are like, so- you are like the chillest regular dude in the world, though. Like you were, your your whole demeanor and everything, like you were just like probably one of the easiest going, just guys. But you guys caught me like away from my kids. Like when I'm around my kids, I'm a little higher stress level. (laughs) Oh, okay. Like being on the golf course and not having a two year old and a four year old there. Like I'm pretty like, all right, life's all right. (laughs) So the so the yardage thing. So you do do you you don't use a rangefinder? No. You don't use a GPS either. No. 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 So. Explain yeah. this. So, I mean, most courses are pretty good about having like little markers out there to kind of give you some sort of yardage. And then, like, I know my pace is typically, it's probably just under uh, a meter. So, I'm ca- kind of pretty good at, at stepping some of that stuff out. Um, but you also, I, I think, what I explained to Burke was like the when you're like, let's say you're out in the fairway and you're perpendicular to the 150 marker you're not 150 away so i mean that 150 marker is is a range you know basically a range finder to the pin or to the center of the green but you're further away so you have to kind of draw an elliptical shape on the on the like in your mind on the fairway and and kind of subtract or add yardage for where you are on that um so we were i think there was one hole where we were like right next to a 200 yard marker or something like that yeah. on that par five and i was like yeah you're like i said you're probably like i think you're actually you know you're on the bottom side of the curve yeah it was so closer, I, think I, was, I, think. I was like yeah you're probably like 189 which I, I think I mean, we took arbitrarily i throw 189 i could have just said 190 but 189 sounds way cool. yeah he had to get a little more exact <laughs> right i'm pretty sure <laughs> we never go we with hit it with more. a laser pretty sure we hit it with a laser and it was like 187 you yeah. were like two yards off or something. And then you did it on the next hole as well. Yeah. You were you doing know, it subtract. by yourself. Yeah, you just subtract. So like, you know, just eyeballing 10 yards. And I worked kind of in 10-yard increments. So we were 
south of the 150 marker. No, we were south of the 100 yard marker. And then I, in my head, I kind of like, all right, well, the pin's in the back, but that was a narrow green. So I only, I only, I only added seven yards. So it was a 107 yard marker at that point, you know, but it was a bigger green. It would be a lot. (laughs) I may add 15 yards or 10 yards, but I was like, eh, let's just go with seven. And then I, as I look back, I just subtracted, I think we were 87 yards. I subtracted 20, 20 yards off of that. And I was like, all right, it's like an 87 yard shot. And I remember looking at your face. You're like, what the hell is he even talking about? (laughs) (laughs) And I, and I hit that like right on the number, but it spun back down the hill. Yeah, Dude, yeah, was, you were like, even you were saying the yardages and stuff, doing the doing your thing, and and I was like, he's like, this is crazy, it's crazy, yeah. and I, it was cool to watch you actually, because sometimes you would actually like draw the line out with your finger. Yeah, I did, did that, yeah. But no, playing with you, one obviously you're a really cool dude, like Justin said, um, and just that was like a really really cool experience to watch somebody play golf in like a more a more purist form without like any outside technology or anything. It was just, I've never experienced somebody play like that. Everybody's always using the GPS nowadays, the range finder. So it was. Yeah. It was I mean, cool golf's easy enough. Like, do we really want to add all this technology? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. It's so, it's so yeah, easy. Let's just, yeah. I don't know. It's probably stupid that I do it that way. I'm my buddy. A lot of my buddies that I play with are like, when the hell are you going to buy a range finder? And I'm like, I don't know. One, I'm cheap. Two, I'm yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. I'm usually pretty close. And, and right. then it feels good. It's very rewarding. You when play like, good too. It's like uh, you, know. you know, some days. But like when you when you get in your head and you're like, oh yeah, like I think that's like a 165, and then you like you're right neck, you're pin high, and you're like, oh, I guess I got that right. So it's a little more rewarding when you get to do it that way. Damn, is that Ju- oh, yeah. Justin? Are those your dogs or is that? It's the neighbor's dog. Uh, <laughs> um, I was like, Mike, get a dog. No, 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 no. I can hear the neighbor's dog back barking in the backyard. Windows open. So. Go ahead, Justin. No, I was going to say, like, I've always been a s- very similar. I've not broken it down to the scientific, like, level of drawing an arc and trying to figure that out. I'm always looking for, you know, the nearest sprinkler head or the nearest marker. And, like, I'm about the same way. Like, my my pace is usually right about a yard. So, like, yeah. I, can always, I can always count on that. Like, I'll step it off of there. And um, I, I think that's just one of those things, like, I always grew up that way playing. Like, when, you know, I was in high school, there was uh, range finders. But, number one, they were stupid expensive. Two, they weren't that accurate back then. Yeah. And they they didn't account for slope and everything that they do now. So, I was just always accustomed to find the nearest sprinkler head, find the nearest marker, paste it off of there, try and figure out where you're going. And then just kind of play it by feel from there. Like, like you were saying, you're, you take a look at a green and you're like, okay, it's not that deep. I'm probably three yards back on this back pin from where they were saying, you know, the middle right, right. yardage. And I, I personally, I like playing that way. I like playing that way in the same way that I like walking. Like it's just part yep. of the experience. It feels natural. Yeah. I love not having to take my phone out of my pocket and take a look at a GPS or, you know, I don't have a range finder, but like, you know, someone asking someone to shoot it or whatever. So I, I think there's there's something to say for people who still play that way. I, I think yeah. it's really cool. I think some courses. Well, I mean, well, what you said about walking, like walking in general is the best way to, to play the game. You feel yep. way more connected with the course. And I think you I mean, when I do walk, I play probably eight percent, 10 percent better. Like Same. guaranteed, yeah, I'm dropping strokes just because I'm 
I, I, I'm getting my yard. I'm getting my yardages before I get to my ball because I'm right. eyeballing sprinkler heads, and I'm like, okay, and then I'm already kind of calculating that, and then I'm just more f- focused. Where like you, especially when you're in the cart, you're you get in the cart, you have a conversation, you look at your phone, you're cruising down. You're not really thinking about your next shot, but when you have that little walk through the fairway, all you're looking at is your approach, mm-hmm. hazards, your ball. Like you're like you're kind of just sunk in on it. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I. 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 I feel like I've said that a few times in some of the videos that are coming out and a few of the latest podcasts that I just. Yeah. If, if there are people that are not walking, and you're yeah, listening, you gotta, give it. Yeah. Give it a shot. And, yeah, unless I you're mean, like. Unless you can't, like unless you have a physical limitation. Right. But if you're not walking and you're just always riding, I recommend walking. Plus, it's great exercise, too. Yeah, it is. No, I mean, Um, we saw a lot more people walking last year just with the the fact that there was, you know, single person to cart. And a lot of people started getting the push carts and we saw push carts constantly everywhere. So I, I, you know, there was another. Oh, sorry. Oh, Justin. Probably you, to, you got dogs getting after you, phone I, calls. I, I mute, I Look at this amateur phone, hour, dude. I mute the laptop. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, well, makes, I, I mean, I, I think I think walking, you know, a lot of people that may have not walked before started walking last year, and it seems to be something that has stuck. I mean, you couldn't buy yeah. a push cart anywhere last year. Yeah. Anyone sure, who right. had a push cart could have asked double for the price, and they would have got it just because. Yep. Just they manufacturing was, yeah, halted. No, I, I mean, I wish that like we had you, you played with us obviously, so you know that we, we rode, and the reason that we rode is just because the there was a lot of golf in such a short period of time. That yeah, you guys had a crazy was, tight schedule. <laughs> the legs would have, man, we would have been. Yeah, I think I suggested we were, you guys, not knowing how tight your window was, I was like, but if yeah. you had any sort of leeway, uh, it was to. Walk ride. Tobacco Road. Yeah, ride Quill Ridge, and you guys were going to Tobacco Road later that day. No, we, we were supposed to. Tobacco well, we were yeah. supposed oh, originally. Road. I think originally, yeah. It was like, and save the legs for Tobacco Road because, I mean, I mean, you guys played it. Um, I've got a big picture of it on my screen over here. Um, one of the photos I took from my drone, but uh, it's surprisingly walkable. There was a couple long stretches, but it's. I could see that. I it's could. It's actually I don't... like number one. You ride that serpentine. Yeah. Cart yep. path all the way, but if you just walk down the middle, it's flat because you go through the valley, through the other valley. And I'm sure it's that. a cool walk too. It is a cool walk. I remember I was like the third time I played it, I was just out doing photography and some drone footage, and I was coming back, and there was a dude with a Jones bag, you know, with with the little backwards rope cap, and he was coming down ten fairway, and I was like, that dude looks cool. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, and and I said, I said, I can't believe you're walking. And he went, it's really not that bad. And I went, yeah, maybe I'll give it a shot. And then I, I played with Cardis and a couple other guys, and we walked. And I was like, yeah, it really wasn't bad. I really enjoyed it. I uh, mean, it I, is a semi-short course, you know. Yeah, it's, it's just not... intimidating when you think of all the elevation and all the right. Miles, but you realize you can really navigate around that. Yeah, yeah. As long as you're hitting fairways, it's fairly flat. It's <laughs> <laughs> fair. If if you're not, the walk gets a little bit more. But I think yeah. I think if we were to go back, we would. And Tucker said this in the, in the video last week. Like Justin Tucker and I would have would play significantly better now, knowing. And the the I think what what you tell us was it is that the thirteen the par five is that fourteen? Oh yeah, cutting the trees. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. would have never thought to do that. 
Yeah, if not, you just like you make that hole like I don't know five hundred. I had to throw it off yards. that hole. Yeah, because yeah, you don't want to go through long. the fairway. Yeah, yeah, huh? Yeah, you just send it over the corner. I mean, there is water because there's fourteen water it is right there too. But yeah, right. um, but yeah, you just send it over the trees. And I got that hint from somebody else that told me the first yeah. time I played it. I would have never known. He went, "Oh yeah, you go over the trees." So, so you had mentioned that you. You know, you started doing some photography and drone stuff. When, like, what got you into that? Was it just always golf stuff, or were you doing that prior? No, pure golf. I mean, drones were always cool. Like, you know, like, and I never had one, but I was just like, I just thought they were cool. And then, but I just like, I can't blow money on a drone if I don't have a purpose. Right. All right. There you go. So my wife's not here, so I can selfishly go backwards on on why I did this. <laughs> so I knew if I made drone because it's just started with drone work i said well i know if i got a drone and i got to navigate this to her thinking that this was for showcasing golf courses i would get to play more golf mm-hmm. and it worked golf courses yeah. had me come out you know i got to go play a lot more golf and i and in that turn i got like even more hooked on golf but right. um really what drove the thought was as i was picking up golf like four or five years ago um I was paying 50, 60, 70 dollars and I'd get on a golf course and I'd be like this is trash. This isn't fun. Right. You know, it's like I didn't know anything about architecture but I was like it's boring. There was, you know, or the there was I don't know, like in bad fairways, bad greens, blown out bunkers and I was like I can't believe I just dropped 60 dollars in and that, and golf in its purest form shouldn't be about all the aesthetics and right. I, and I got to learn a lot as I started picking up the photography part of it, that there's way more to golf than playing on the purest conditions. But when I was first starting, that's what I was looking for. So I was yeah. like, if I'm dropping this money, I want to play on a nice course. And then I learned like Quail Ridge yeah. wasn't an expensive course, but has a ton of value there. And as they continue yeah. to improve, you, you see a lot more uh, about, the, uh, you know, you see a lot more, they actually have that value where, I don't know. There's there's good vibes on tons of courses that aren't pure, you know, and that's okay. No, I agree. Uh, go ahead, Justin. No, so you just mentioned Quail Ridge, and something we got into in the video yesterday was you know how much work they've put into Quail Ridge and yeah. how beautiful that course is now and how great the conditions were and all of that. Did you ever play that course before it was redone? No, no. I, my one of my best friends. Uh, it was actually the first course he ever played golf at, and then I took him back there like two years ago, and he didn't oh. even know they would open back up. Wow. But, yeah, he was like, "Oh my god, this is where I learned to play golf." And I was like, "Really?" He's like, "Yeah, this is awesome." And he had like the time of his life because um, he just remembered being a kid playing golf there. Um, but no, I'd never played it. And, and I think I told you guys it was random. Me and a coworker were looking on golf now because that's the only way I booked my golf. Uh, I don't like calling golf courses because it seems like just archaic at this point in our life. Yeah. <laughs> if I can if I can book a flight across the Atlantic, I should be able to book a stinking tea something time online, golf, right? Yeah. Right? Plus, plus uh, you can find deals that way. Yeah, and that, that's what we looked for because we would usually cut out of work early, get a hot deal, and. Um, I just randomly saw a new blip on the map, you know, cause you zoom out on the map and you're like, Oh, what's that one? 
I'd never seen mm. that one. So we zoomed in on it and we're like, all right, let's go check out Quill Ridge. And I thought it was awesome. Yeah. What was your reaction? Like the first, did you know, had you, when did you find out all this information about it being restored and all this stuff? So yeah, it was probably the second time I went back. So I played it and, and my buddy and I, Bob fell like, fell in love with it. We we're like, oh, this is such a good course. We should do like a big fundraiser here sometime. And I just got my drone and started getting into that. And I was like, well, I got to come out here and do drone footage and show off yeah, like this course. And then I started talking to Mike, who's uh, one of the olders in the original head pros. And he just sat with me and actually my father-in-law at the time when we were just chilling. And he told me like just this dark history of the course, you know, just failing. And him and a couple other investors, I just thought it was really cool. Like, no, man, I'm the old head pro here. Like, I can't let this thing go. I'm going to help bring it back. Yeah. And he, I mean, I don't know. I doubt he's going to listen to this, but I'm sure he's in like his 80s. He's kind of old, like maybe late 70s. But the dude was cool as shit. And he was just like, yeah, I just felt like it was my home and I wanted to restore it. And I was like, That's awesome. dude, I love that. I love that. Well, you'll see, like, everybody will see in the video that it is in beautiful condition. Yeah, and I wish I could have had a beautiful golf course. I wish I had pictures and footage because um, what he was saying, they were going to try to turn it into, you know, more housing and put apartments on it and they couldn't sell the land at all. So that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. No, they wouldn't, nobody would buy it for anything. They're like, nah, dude, you're out in the middle of Sanford. The only thing cool near you is tobacco road. And, and yeah, for your, for everyone's knowledge, they're a mile from tobacco road. So yeah, an easy, easy 36 right there. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then what was, there's another golf course right down that we could, we drove by it a few times cause we stayed in the Pinehurst. Highland. Area. Uh, that looks Highland. like a beautiful golf course. Yeah, Highland's cool. I, I actually think they're like a, uh, a veteran-owned course, too, which is kind of a ah, thing. Because Fort Bragg yeah. is right over there, right? Yeah, yeah, They're a cool course. Very fun layout. Uh, they're one of my favorites over there, too. I mean, Quell Ridge and Highland, they're, I mean, and, they're, and their prices, like, never go above, like, 60 bucks. Like, that's, like, oh, their no peak way. season. Other than that, they're usually in, like, the $30 to $40 range. That and during off-season at Quell Ridge, you can walk. 20 bucks what what is like a good time to go off season like because justin doesn't want to go down in the winter but i want to go back when it's like cheaper but still good it's so we i think we call it second season down here is like the fall okay winter time frame the rates don't change until like end of november Oh, okay. I mean, I think actually we did one of our uh, fundraisers at Quail Ridge sometime in November last year. And uh, we were like, everybody at the course was like, we should just head over to Tobacco Road and play another 18. And I was like, I mean, I'm going to have to put some solid uh, working with my wife on this. A lot of laundry, a lot of uh, other things. I was like, but yeah, let's call over see. And they were like, yeah, it's still 140. And I was like, dude, it's like November 25th. Um, So... Really, the best time is uh, early spring, kind of. Okay. Most courses down here don't overseed. Mm-hmm. You'll find a few like Highland overseeds and actually Quillridge overseeds, um, but they've got a great superintendent at Quillridge, so their transition out of that overseed to back to Bermuda is really good. Um, but most of the courses have a really easy transition. Yeah. Like Pine Needles doesn't overseed. None. I don't think any of the. Pinehurst courses overseed 
and most of the kind of the podunk chill courses they don't they don't have the money for it so yeah so their transition it's may 19th we had green grass beginning of may so end of april huh. beginning of may you can catch really good rates so kind of when we came down yeah yeah uh, yeah I mean, probably end of april is probably your best time frame you'll get you'll still be in that lower rate mode for a course yeah yeah See, to me value wise like i would much rather pay a little bit more and be on the shoulder season than go down when it's at its cheapest and play those courses like to me, yeah. that's not worth making the trip to go. Yeah, I just I mean, think it would be fun. I think it would be an experience, and it would be great content. But yeah, you know. I mean, I mean, the truth is, like the courses down here, even being in the south, they're still wet in the winter. Yeah. So yeah, and yeah. It, and I, I've, I told you, I play golf all year. I play. I mean, December. <laughs> so sick. I, I think I played um, Christmas Eve uh, last year, and then I played New Year's Day for two two years straight. I played New Year's Day. That's um, cool. So, but the courses are wet. It's yeah. definitely not going to be. And I, I, I wanted originally to do winter drone footage and summer drone footage, mm-hmm. but it just doesn't help a course out to show it in the winter. It no. Yeah. So I was yeah, like, that's I, I feel kind of bad showing a course, and then you know, it's like, I've seen not- a few winter videos from courses down in that area. Yeah, like late they- late fall, early winter. Yeah, they can look pretty rough. But yeah, I think you're right. The shoulder part of the seasons, to me, is the best because it's not hot as, you know, it's not Africa hot. Because like, yeah. that's the worst when you're out there and something like that. Mm. Um, but you can still, you can go out there in the morning and either pants or like pull over. And you still and you still get that fog coming in mm-hmm. off the grass yeah. as, as the sun's yeah. raising. It's always a good view. Yeah, you get out there in like July and August, it's, 85 100% humidity at 7 in the morning it sucks. Yeah. So that, <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm I'm on I'm both sides of that. Like I'm the self-proclaimed fair weather golfer, so like when it's stupid hot, like I'll play but it's not that much fun at all. Like when you're when you're constantly like walking around and you're just dripping sweat. Like it's, yeah. that's not that's not and, like it's fun now, to a point, but Yeah, ooh. and now like they don't put there's no water out cuz you know, COVID. COVID. It's like, yeah, I mean, our, our golf course just put the fountains back. Oh my God. I'm like, I'm, I'm like right waiting for that. I mean, you're, see, the I'm guy, surprised I don't you it, guys like, don't have them down. I know there. like the guidelines are changing. You would think down here, maybe a little different, but no golf course are like, no, I mean, Especially I'll say it's hotter down there too. Golf courses did really good down here. There was a lot of talk in South Carolina and North Carolina about shutting them down during that time. Yep. And that was like scary to me. Yeah. I was like, please, no, that's like my only escape. We, so we up here, we got shut down for like a week, a week and a half. Yeah. And it was like, we had stayed open, we had stayed open, we had stayed open. And then all of a sudden they shut it down for like a week, week and a half. And luckily, our CSJ, our Connecticut State Golf Association up here, they presented the governor with all of, they, you know, they had all us gin members and everything signed something presented the uh the governor with hey look at all these states that are still allowing golf yeah what what is bad about it people still need to do something yeah let's let them get outside let's let them get some exercise these are all the things that we can put in place and i think i think it was terrific for yeah the sport was terrific for people's mental health because you know there was you couldn't go out you couldn't see anyone i know 
we could. I can see, see you on a golf course. I could see you and stay. You know, most likely with our tee shots, we'd be seventy yards apart. That, that's so what I'm saying. Like, it was you know, okay. Me, me being a lefty and playing with mostly righties, I'm always on the opposite <laughs> side of the fairway from someone. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was definitely something we needed, and I and I was okay with like a golf course saying like, "Hey, we're not gonna put water out." I'd bring three water bottles with me. Yeah. Now I'm kind of getting to the point like, hey man, we've kind of learned a little bit. Let's put the water back out there. Oh, it's starting we, to get hot out. It was like it was like two weeks ago, and we were out there, and I was like, oh my god, that's a water fountain. Like did they <laughs> just take them all thing. off. I've never been so excited. It's the most to see excited, a water yeah. It was it was like it was like it was like playing ten holes and never seeing the bev cart come around. And you're yeah. like, why is it even out here, or is it a myth? And then you just see that water fountain, and you're like, you get the same excitement. Yeah. <laughs> well, why? I mean, that we were relying on the Bev cart for waters most all of last year too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because like, I mean, Mike, like you said, like taking three water bottles, like if you're carrying that, that, that significantly <laughs> yeah. makes your bag heavier. Yeah, I think at one point I um I'd bring a cooler to my car and yeah. I'd throw water on ice in there. I'd I'd grab two, go walk nine, and you usually had yeah. to go near the parking lot. I'd just swipe out grab two more and head back out yeah 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 we adjusted i didn't want i didn't want golf to get shut down i was all about whatever it took man yeah it was, the, it was a, i gave was credit kind of, card numbers over the phone i was like well just give me oh, a stinking no, tea yeah. time man <laughs> it, I, i'm not gonna lie it was a scary week and we were lucky it was only like a week it was a scary yeah, week when shut them down. yeah well and then our golf course i think it shut down for like a week and then our golf course had shut down i think like a, an, an additional it opened back up for a couple of days and then shut down for a few more days because somebody had come in contact with somebody uh, so we had we had, it was a it was a couple of weeks for us but yeah i mean i'm not going to complain about that up uh, the, our our neighboring state massachusetts wasn't open for months yeah pennsylvania same way my buddies that live up there they were uh, in the same boat i think they were closed all summer and they mm. were not happy justin you got a mini fridge in there now no, I just I'm super jealous. Oh, that's smart. Yeah, good thing. <laughs> that's good smart. Thing. I gotta the walk my way downstairs. Right <laughs> I think I think this actually might be a good segue into a little segment we like to call Pint Breaker. So Pint Breaker is just like a, it's like a little question game. I'm gonna throw in a couple additional questions than usual because I I want to I want to kind of talk to uh, talk to you about. Um, you know, just your local your local stuff, breweries and golf courses. But the first question of the game is always, "What's your drink of choice?" And it can be, it can be beer or non. It can be non-alcoholic. It doesn't have to be an alcoholic beverage. It can be whatever whatever you prefer to drink. I think I told you this at the golf course. It's cold and free. Mm -hmm. That's, uh, <laughs> I am uh, I'm not picky about my drinks. Uh, if you're buying, I'm down. All um, right. No. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I, do, I like beer. I like uh, I like hazy IPAs. I'm also a big bourbon guy. Mm -hmm. uh, sip on those at night. Uh, but yeah, if there's no beer and the wife has wine, I'll drink wine. I'm not a picky. This is kind of one of the spinoff questions I, I already have. Do you have like, um, if you had to pick like me, if you could throw out five, that would be great. If not, I'll you know as many as you you can. Do you have like a top, a few top breweries in your area that you tend to gravitate towards yeah so near where i live there's um aviator brewery and it's the reason <laughs> sadly the alcoholic uh, in me 
um, was a <laughs> aviator brewery. I kept driving through this small town called Fuquay Varina, and I kept seeing this little um, uh, smokehouse and brewery. And I was like, that's cool. I could get down with that. I should buy a house here. So we bought a house here. And, <laughs> and, uh, and they have really good beer. And you guys uh, drinking beer, like you've probably been to so many like small breweries. Yeah. Uh, I'll get back to my five. I know. I'm a little long-winded. At that. No, no, that's fine. Oh, we love but it. If you, it's a podcast. It doesn't yeah, matter. Sure. So if, you, if you've been to a lot of breweries, you've gone to somewhere like, oh, this is our IPA. This is our session. This is our just pale ale. This is, and they're like, bro, all these taste the same. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, yeah. And you got like nine beers up here and I, and like, they're all light. I don't know. They all taste pretty the same. Um, and so aviator, they have like, I mean, scotch ales, hazy IPAs, double IPAs. Um, I don't know. They have a couple of light beers. I mean, they have a very, like, then that's hard to brew that many different types of beer. Yeah. Like so every beer always, isn't the same. It's like no, not a yeah. chance. You could you could go there. I mean, and, and not to mention what they have in cans. I mean, and they're a small brewery. I mean, I wouldn't say small. They'd probably get offended with that. Like they're a local brewery with a. I would say a probably smaller um, setup. But yeah, they're they're they've got a big name around here. They do a great job. Um, so I definitely got to throw out Aviator, um, Southern Pines Brewing Company is always. Uh, we, got, we had we had a few of those beers. They were good. We had yeah. those at. I don't know if we had those with you. We had those at Quail. Yeah, the Did we have a man a lot? No, we had the Seven Saturdays. That's in R and D, which is another Raleigh beer. Another, what was the green and what was the green and yellow can? That wasn't Southern Pines. No, oh, that no, was that, that was, was a was that the high pitch. Here, let me see if I can. I don't know, mm. Tucker. Tucker had ordered one of those the night before too. I thought I it was a uh, high pitch. That was an. Asheville it's in the video. Beer. I don't. I can't pull up the video because we're oh, doing this, but the, we'll see it in like an hour. Right. The, the southern <laughs> Southern Pines one we had drank was very. Yeah, you good. guys went there. I, I've actually never had there. No, so we we, went, we didn't go we went there. To Pinehurst. Oh, okay. We went to yeah. We went to the brewery. Oh, okay. You went to Pinehurst. Brewery. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. We did have Southern Pines though at Tobacco Road. Yeah. She had those so in the in the bev cart. And I, I always end up, I always I always just drop to the Manalaw, which is one of their pale ales. Mm-hmm. It's just a, it's a smooth drink. Were, I think that was a New England pale ale, right? Yeah, we were drinking their New England pale ale. That was uh, a very good beer. That was, that was, that was a very good then. beer. Yeah, I, I like that. I, I gotta I go, I go back and check out their beers then. <laughs> yeah, I'm a sucker for pale ales. Are you, you're talking about Southern Pines, right? Yeah, I've never. Yeah. The, I don't think the Manalaws in New England is it. I thought it was just gotta, an American now, pill. Now gotta, I mean, you really are here. We should yeah, right here. Now. Here, we're going to pull up. We're going to pull, pull up their website. website. All right. So, uh, Aviator, Southern Pines. Southern Pines. And there's R&D, which is a really good one, which is a Raleigh-based company. Um, and there's one. What is the other one that I really like up north? Uh, it's not say north, but because I'm south of Raleigh. North to you, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... Um, they make really good pizza there too. Oh, Trophy Brewing Company. They're oh, I've never heard four. of that one. Yeah, they're they're definitely a small. They're like I mean, you can find them in any store. You, can, they've got such good beer. They, we my were, wife likes the Trophy Wife. They did make a Trophy Husband for a little bit, but that didn't last long. Which I guess that's fair. Most Trophy um, Trophy Husbands yeah. don't. Yeah, they don't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the Trophy Wife, my wife always gets that one, but they have really good beer and they have a really good pizza shop uh, where their beer is. 
Let's see what other what other breweries. So, can I think so of? going back Southern to the Pines Southern has Pines, a really cool video on their website. We were we were drinking Misty Haze, which is a mm. hazy pale ale. Okay, so you're talking about you're talking. What did you say you were? The what, man of talking law? Man of Law, which is an American IPA. Yeah, uh, American IPA. Yes. Oh, yep. there we go. Man of Law is brewed with um, Amarillo, Zithos, and Cascade hops. So, Justin, you probably wouldn't like that one. Oh, wait, no. What's the one I you don't like? Got, I don't like. Now, you called me out, and now I'm drawing a blank. Um, <laughs> none of those. I'm drawing a blank. It's not it'll that come one? To, There's, it'll come to me. No. I gotta, I gotta, I'm gonna, Simcoe. You, you, I don't, I don't Simcoe. like Simcoe. Simcoe. He doesn't hops, like Simcoe hops. There's like, there's like two beers that I know of that have Simcoe that I'm all right with. But mo- most of them, I don't it's too earthy for me. I've never yeah. gotten down into the ingredients. I'm just like, get a sample. I don't like it. Send it back. Once you once you get down the wormhole, there's <laughs> just no no going. Yeah, back. it kind it kind of goes like that radio wave conversation that we were yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah. With have the you Wi-Fi. actually tried to brew your own beer though? No. Uh, so I have not. I've, my my brother's big into it, but I I I don't have the time to get into that. Just I have a couple of friends hobby. that brew beer, and I've like hung out with them while they're brewing beer. I thought about it in the beginning, like like when craft beer started to get really popular up here in New England, yeah. especially with the like Treehouse and Alchemist and all that stuff. But I was like, it's just, it's already oversaturated. And this was like, I don't know, probably, you know, eight, nine years ago at this point. Yeah. So I was like, it's, there's no point. I mean, who knows? <laughs> who knows? I mean, maybe it could have worked out, but. I just, you know, I'll just drink it. I'll be a consumer happily. I'll, yeah. I'll, we'll have a craft beer podcast. That's what we'll do. <laughs> it, it's one of those there things, like, if, you, if you've if got the extra time to put into it and you're looking for a hobby, it definitely seems like a good one. But it's one of those, you know, if I went down that road, I'd be so engulfed in that, just like all my yeah. other hobbies, and I, I don't have time for that. Yeah. yeah. My buddy brews, and he's, like, so he's, like, a very, like, Handyman can build anything, fix engines, do whatever you want. You can also reconfigure your Cisco router in a chip. Like very broad spectrum, but yeah, he's yeah. but he's like very exact and like a perfectionist. And I think if you're a brewer, like that's that's what you have to be. There's like there's no room for error. It's like baking. Yeah. Gonna, this podcast yeah. is going to take a, a deep turn here. It's like, a science. Big, <laughs> yeah, it's a science. It's not like, oh, I'm just I'm going to throw some teriyaki. I'm going to throw some onions in here and just whip something up. And it's like, no, no, no. You got to have like the proper amount of yeast, proper amount of, and the time and all this crap. Like, yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot of effort. I'll, yeah, a lot, I'm a consumer with Burke. I'm just going to drink. For it me, it's like <laughs> on, on that on that end, like. I wouldn't want to have to keep all the data to remember like exactly what no. I did from batch to batch. Like, yeah, I, like you said, I'd be I'd be that person. Well, he, a little this he hates to cook. This. So there's that answer. Yeah. Yeah. My yeah, buddy yeah. already has his recipes like he writes them. He wrote them down before he even tried them. So when they were successful, like they went in one folder when they were bad, they went in another folder. Mm. So like he's that kind of guy. He's that's yeah, impressive. that's a that's a, that's a that different type of personality. And good on them. So that way I can drink oh, yeah. your beer. I'm fine. Yeah. I'm so glad you're we on We need those earth. people in the world. Yeah. It's just not me. I'll drink your beer for you. <laughs> yeah. 100%. I'll be your, I'll be your uh, test test dummy. Right. Um, oh, favorite golf club in your bag. You got to pick just one. I forgot we were doing Pint Breaker, to be honest. I did too. Or it's like I a hangout. Yeah, I think podcast. I only need four breweries. Yeah. 
The other, let's go back. One brewery, uh, there's a okay. Mason Jar Tavern. They have their own little brewery too. So they're another right. local one. I like that. There's uh, five. Favorite club. Oh, I don't know. This changes every round for me. I do love my putter. Okay. Um, I, I so Shockingly, I, nobody I don't think has ever said putter. Yeah, I don't know, man. I just trust it. Like, there's typically a good my club rounds. To trust. Yeah, I don't have a lot of three putts. I'm usually good at reading. Uh, when I have a lot of three putts, it's a bad day for me. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know. I can't say that's kind of a lame favorite club. Like yardage. I don't think so. I think that's a good. I think that if think if you say solid, that, that means if, you're yeah, yeah. That means you're a good you, putter. If you got that much confidence in your putter, mm. that's. I mean, come on. It's a, it's like when you're playing match play. It comes down to the putt. I know. I did drain that eagle putt when I was playing with you guys, and Burke you did. yelled, did. yelled loud. I yelled, and then immediately, a, yeah. <laughs> That's, you can swear by the way I was like that's a fucking eagle yeah, and, well, and then it was quite loud around. and there was two people teeing off one on 6 and one on 11 and, and I immediately I immediately apologize I've been doing funny. that lately so much like I've been like like you know I've hit a really good putt or Justin's hit a really good putt and like for birdie or whatever and like I'll yell and then immediately apologize and I'm like why am I apologizing like it's I, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's Nobody weird. cares. Yeah. No, they don't. Because, no. like, I think what you do on the green is easily forgettable. Like, yeah. You sink the five-footer either to save par or to scratch, you know, get that bogey, and it's, like, completely forgotten. Most of the shots that are remembered are, like, oh, I hit that hook out of the woods or, mm-hmm. that, you, know, I, you know, hit that cut shot to, to save something. But you don't – you kind of forget that you still had to make that putt. Yep. And then it just gets put behind you, like oh. yeah. Like no, to me, putt, the, that that eagle putt. I mean, it was like I don't know, twenty four, twenty five feet. It was a long putt. And it was uphill, and it, it, it was uphill left to right. But the, I think I hit a five iron from the fescue. You did, you know, and I flushed it like that. Was to me was a really good shot. That's in the like, video. Uh, yeah. Oh no, it's not. Is it? <laughs> the. the <laughs> <laughs> I haven't the seen the video yet. So he I has know. not. <laughs> We're time yeah, yeah, there's the the. I don't think we have the putt. No, I, I know we don't have the putt, but we have the we yeah. have the second shot oh, out of the fescue. Well, that's cool. Yeah, that yeah. was a good. That was like a well struck uh, five iron. I remember that more than the putt. I don't know. I remember <laughs> that putt. Yeah, it was. A good I had video. like the same putt as you, and I missed it. <laughs> I think you were inside of me, actually. That sounds weird. Let's uh, digress. <laughs> I was cl- I was cl- but I was <laughs> like I was only like <laughs> I was only like one forty, nah, no, like one fifty five, one sixty or something. I think it hit like an eight iron. So yeah, I was like one fifty five, one sixty away. So no, nah, I, mean, I yeah, think I like closer to the hole than you were. Uh, yeah, I think I gave you the read. <laughs> you did. That's when you said, "I was like, what is this guy doing?" <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Yep. I, I don't know. I think other than the putter, I would. My fifty-six degree, the one that's shaped like an S right now, that was one of my favorite <laughs> clubs. So I gotta, I gotta reshaft that guy. What'd you do? Uh, hit a root or something? No. I, well, you may have froze out when when Justin oh, and I were we talking had. about that. I, uh, I, I kind of tossed my club off the side of a green after a couple of bad chips, and it ended. You? Up catch, yeah, it ended up catching a. a a small like you know like a one foot fence that they had like marking the cart path and it bent my shaft and uh 
Well, then I just bent it more out of frustration. I'm not happy about that. I'm, I, can we cut this out? I don't want this in the podcast. I'm like, I'm not, ha- I'm like literally embarrassed I, that it happened. I, I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. There was one, I think we should keep it in, but I'll there, cut it out there, if you want. There was, one, there was one hole at Quail Ridge where like you kind 14. of blew up a little bit. Yes. You blew oh, me? up a little bit. Yeah. It, it was it was right around 14. It was some, I don't know what hole it was. I was you thinking of your three wood bit. chuck 30 yards. Oh, yeah. Backwards. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But when when you blew up a little bit, I was like, I was like, oh, thank God, this dude is human. <laughs> I was like, he has been way too even tempered this entire time. I know because I think I started out like uh, with like four straight three putts. It was like um, a three putt on one, even though I was off the fringe. That was a three putt. Three putted two, and I was on reg. Uh, that par that's three. That's a tough green. Two's a tough green, though. Oh, Two's that green is stupid. Is I feel like Honestly, that was the toughest. That was the toughest the green. green. But uh, I, yeah, cool, I started out man. like uh, three putt, three putt, and then we had that par three. Um, I think everybody. I two putted there for bogey because I was short. The par five, I made the birdie on, but then the next one, I three putted for double. And mm, it was like, yeah. I, I might that might have been the five that I got a little frustrated on. Yeah. yeah, I probably said five, like Michael Anthony. You made the birdie on. I had birdied as well, and you guys had to. You didn't even know it was a par four. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> because because like, they were. I mean, they were birdie. short. They were yeah. short. The par fives were short. Yeah, which I like. It was cool. It was cool. It was you know. Yeah, I mean, we played, I don't understand I, why they were par fives, but hey, whatever. We played. We played from the. the oh, we white played tees. a tee up. Yeah, so they go blue. They go black, blue, white, don't they? We play from their blue tees, I think. Yeah, we play from the blues. Uh, something like that. It was like the next tee up. Was it the yeah. blues or was it the whites? Whatever. It was the tee up. It was, it was the, the next tee up. But yeah. I know, oh, I know it was the blues. You're right. Their You're par right. fives, um, spe- like number th- uh, four, all you have to do is clear that hill. Yeah. And it just runs. And you're yeah. and you're you're in good shape. And then after, I don't think there's a, other than there's the other par five, number eight or seven. Whatever it is, you can the one I got the oh, eagle on. Yeah, you can cut back. that. Yeah, that was eight. Kind eight. of cut that corner, and you can get inside two hundred. Um, See, looking like, at the, I think I think we were just looking at the yardages, like on you know eight, like whatever app we were using or whatever. Um, and it was like from the tips, it was like sixty eight hundred yards or something. Yeah, it's and the first like, race. And we're like, oh, that's kind. of, You know, I don't know. We don't we don't usually play that long, but I would totally like. I would totally go play from the tips. It's 100. And I've noticed that a lot of courses that do that. Um, I don't think it plays. The par that fives long. are gettable. The fours are, are, are. All fours are gettable. If you're hitting driver, if you like don't kind of go down in your, your bag, just hit the driver, you're going to get within typically 160. No, oh, okay. On most on most golf courses. There, now, there's some that are 489 or whatever that you're going to have a five iron in or whatever. But. Their course, a lot of courses do long par threes. There's a yeah. course in Clinton, Timberlake. Every par three is 189 and then 205, 190. There's not one in the 150 range. Hmm. Yeah. Um, and then then you add the win factor in and you're like, oh, this is 205 playing 240 right now. This sucks. <laughs> like, wow. So, yeah, no, so no, I no. think even their par threes, the one we played, number two, three, we, I think we played like it was a 167. And that's the shortest part three, I think. On that, yeah, course. that sounds about right. I'm probably spot on with that 167. I'm not gonna lie. I'm <laughs> pretty confident about that. 
For some reason, think. I remember that number. No, I, eleven I think, was eleven was probably like one seventy something. One, you know, one seventy, one seventy something, right? I uh, I remember I played a cut seven iron into that yeah. one. Um, and it and was we hit down, the same shot. Was, we hit the same shot. It was downhill uh, into the wind. I think I hit a cut seven on that hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, Pin yeah. was to the right. I'm thinking of yeah. what what was the uphill one that we all hit? Uh the one we went left here? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was uh, so eleven, that's twelve. That was thirteen. Thirteen. That was a longer one. That was a that long, was a, from the tips uphill. that one is like one ninety one, I think. Yeah. Uh, um again throwing arbitrary numbers. It could be one ninety, but one ninety one sounds better. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's I think it's up there. Art it's like math a, in your head right now. No. I I just remember I always hit a five iron there t- when I played from the back. Yeah, I feel like most. I think I hit like a seven iron into almost all of the par threes. What was there? Was one more? Oh well, I. <laughs> yeah, the the other one on the front, I blocked that oh, way right. The penis hole. Yeah, the penis yeah, hole. Yeah. It shaped I like. I would say penis. you blocked that. You hosled that one. That yeah, was... I know. I was just trying to make myself feel better. Sorry, I should have let that. That's okay. <laughs> I hosled it, but it still was the distance. So I probably should have clubbed down. Yeah, remember then we did the punch. We we're like, I think a punch shot. Yeah, like, I punched a seven, and that one worked. Yeah, I punched. So we did. I, we did. I think you were watching. We did the little nineteenth hole at uh, Mid South. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a good and chuckle I pun- out of that. <laughs> I punched a seven. I yeah, didn't quite make funny. it, but. With the warm beers. The warm beers, <laughs> the, the warm beers you don't like. That's the, so good. The best part about that whole experience was that there was this old dude chipping around on the green down there. Yeah. And like, he's probably so annoyed. He was so oblivious and was just like, we're like, hey, we're going to hit into this green. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's still out there just like chipping around. And we're standing on the tee like yelling at him like, hey, we're hitting balls down at you. And right. No care in the world. Just like. I don't think any of us had the, the right the club either. Oh, none of us. We didn't know the distance. We no, just we grabbed asked, one so club. We had asked the uh, the uh, oh, right. cart check guy. We were like, we we're like, hey, what should we hit? And he's like, oh, I usually hit this. And we're like, okay. So we went up there. But with I think we that clubs. was the one hole that we actually played the tips there because that's a long course from the tips. It is. We played that's a, a tough course. We played a tee up. That Those is a tough are, course. Those greens are unforgivable. Yeah. Unforgivable, but. Oh my God! Do they? Oh yeah, nice. yeah. There's nothing ro- like wrong oh, with yeah. the So pure, so so Just pure. Like, I played. I think when we played, uh, my dad and I played. It might have been mid-May or something like that. I could go back and look at the, the footage, but I remember it was firm. Uh, we caught it on a hot day. I remember I. I, don't know, I probably had fifteen three putts. Oh. It was atrocious, and I was just like, I can't get it. I'm like five feet away, and I have no idea where this ball's going. I played the 18th, 18th hole with just a putter. How did you manage that? Did you break all the other clubs? Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I just <laughs> you just tried I, it. I just I well, there's this. We have a <laughs> we have a friend who we did a video with. He's a long drive competitor, and he hit a putter like 250 plus yards. Oh, wow. so I think like on the like walking up to the 18th. This was oh, also Burke's buy round. Yeah, so he didn't care. I didn't. Right. So uh, that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't so, seventeen at uh, Mid South a really tough par three too? It's like a really. Is that it? it, it there it, it was either. 
slightly was uphill. It 16? No, seven, 17, 17 is across the water. So 17, you tee up. Or no, yeah, 17 no, is, the it is uphill 17. part three. Yeah. Yeah, it was like a, it's like got that little five. bunker that it's like kind of like a kidney bean yep. green yep, and then like there's a that's huge long. dip in it. Yeah, long. I, I was think a, that I was hit like a five or something, four or five. That, that was a tough hole because I think I put it in that bunker up front. Can't remember. Oh, yeah, I hit the hosel of my club. There's a house on the right there, so they were probably in play. For me, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on every shot ever, just <laughs> the right is always in play. Hey, I yeah. took the left out of play. That's, that's yeah. cool. That's yeah. a it's a fun course. That other part three that's over the water is fun um, with the bridge. That it's oh like yeah, that, over the that clear oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's Real nice. not really an island green, but it does feel like it. it that's like very small. one, two, three, four, five, six. <sighs> Yeah, you're testing some memory. That was like three years ago. Oh, wow. You played it that long? Okay. Well. Yeah. That was cool. Um, do you have like, f- like if you had to pick five golf courses in your kind of neck of the woods as like your top, you know, th- like it doesn't have to be the best golf courses, but just go-tos or favorites down in down in your area? Um. So... I mean, you can go like a lot of like, you know, what's budget friendly and and fun. You can find a ton of cool courses that way. But I think if I was looking at like, hey, unlimited budget um, and let's pick some fun tracks. Uh, My first one in this area, it's kind of a tie between Tobacco Road and Mid Pines. I think architecturally, they're completely different. Yeah, I remember you talking about Mid Pines. Yeah, Mid Pines just like, and I showed you guys that picture. There's like some pure vibes there. It's cool. Um, I just, I, don't know, I feel like I could sleep on a fairway. It was just such a nice place to be. Um, and Tobacco Road kind of has that rock and roll vibe, but it's also still the same. Like, it's spiritual when you're there. Yeah. Um, so those would be two. Uh, honestly, I really like, um, even though they're kind of jerks up there. They're kind of jerks. Um, <laughs> Lonnie Pool is the NC State course. Uh, it's another Arnold Palmer design. But like design wise, it's one of the. It's, it's a really tough track. I've heard people say it's easy, but I, I play from the tips with one of my buddies there, and it slaughters me every time. But I still think every time I'm there, I, I'm hit with a new angle, a new read, and like just something different. And I think that's really cool. It's. I've, played that course a dozen times it's never played the same for me so that's three yeah i'm not really good at picking courses because like now that i've played so much i just i'm yeah just happy, i'm happy to be out no that's fine um, pine needles is is obvious pine needles is like to i would say tobacco road it's tough it's like I feel like I've never we didn't play it and I've never played Pine Valley either, but I feel like looking at pictures it gives me that same kind of vibe. Am I wrong? Is that wrong? I, I honestly don't know. I don't I mean I know Pine Valley has um I think Pine Valley is like a little more of a um, they call it a hero golf course where you have a lot of force carries. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't think um Pine Needles is that. It's just Donald oh, okay. Ross is kind of a jerk when he fucking built it. Like <laughs> he just put crazy false fronts and i mean Uh, i've never played number two and they always say like there's elephants buried under the green and because it's just the way it's it's humped because it's Um, interesting (laughs) yeah it's that and then it just falls off pine needles is pretty brutal and then it's just intimidating every approach shot's intimidating Hmm. i mean it's cool but it's intimidating 
Yeah. Yeah, I want to play. I want to next time. I mean, there's so many golf courses down there. It's just ridiculous. I like to to try and make a trip and just play them all. But I really want to go do Mid Pines, especially after talking to you and you yeah. showing, showing us that picture. Southern Pines. Really want to play yep. there. Oh, yeah. After the renovation, that's going to be it's really be, I yeah. mean, it was already we a fun course. To, yeah. We were supposed to play there, but, you know. It would be, be, be better that you guys had to play it um, after. But you said you think you think it's going to be a lot more expensive. I do. Not that that's going to change my... Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, but you should get out there for like 35 bucks. And yeah. that was like super cool to play. Like there's Sanford Uni is an old school Ross design. Um, there's a couple courses on base that are oh, Ross okay. design. But are those pub- uh, Are those only for no, military? No, like Sanford Uni is public. Um, I'm pretty sure you could probably go to the guest station coming on to brag and, and get a guest pass to say you're going to golf and you can get a one-day pass. You, huh. you um, usually can. Yeah, you get inspected, obviously, but yeah. you could probably get there and play it. And, um, but yeah, being able to play like a that's that's probably the best cheap Ross course you're gonna find in this. Area. Sanford Muni? No, no, no. Um, the, well, Southern Pines Country course. Club. Oh, yeah. Southern Pines, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sanford Muni is cool. But it's not as in good shape as yeah Southern Pines was. Southern Pines is all, all, like such a good play, but yeah, all the renovation. That I think his name is Franz, something like that. Oh, uh, oh man, I I feel like I'm close. I know who it is. He's done a lot of restos down there. God, yeah, his name. I forget. Uh, I think he did the mid pines and pine needles renovation. Okay. Well. Yeah, yeah, he's done a f- yeah. He's well, so, yeah, he's done some pinehurst stuff too. I f- yeah. you know I'm gonna freaking remember it later and it's gonna blow yeah. Me. But I I mean what he did like, from the pictures that I've seen. It's, they look. It looks like they're doing a real good job. I know, but he's done a lot of work, so I just don't. And knowing to price it, pine needles and mid pines, I just don't see them saying, "Yeah, we'll just keep it under 50. Kyle, Frank. so what? Kyle, Frank. yeah, that's close. Yeah, did they? So when did? Do you know when they bought Southern Pines? Is that kind of recent? That was or? last year. Oh, uh, so that's well, why they're going to before COVID. It was before COVID. Mm. Um, I know that, so it was probably it was uh, end of 2019, I would guess. Mm. I remember sitting in their clubhouse having a beer after a round, and the guy was telling me that they're probably going to buy it. How far away is that from the from the like? I, it's not. I guess it's is it technically a resort? I don't really know. From Pinehurst? No, from um like Mid Pines. Oh, Mid Pines. Oh gosh, I don't know. Everything down there is off Midland Road. So where? Because isn't Mid Pines and Pine Needles? They're on the same. They're at the same spot, or is? They're like right down the street from each other. Okay. They're not in the same spot, but they're very close. And one of those has a hidden nine, right? Yeah, that's Southern Pines. Southern. Oh, Southern that's Southern Pines. Pines. Which, yeah, Southern Pines yeah, has which a hidden they're nine. they're working on restoring. Are they? Oh. Yeah. They've been posting up. If you follow their Instagram, they've been okay. giving you some sneak peeks at the Lost Holes. Because huh. I, well, I know they, they had just... to buy that land from somebody. Yeah, from the I haven't heard if they were going to put anything on Elks That's cool or something. Did. Yeah, from yeah. the Elks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They posted an update the other day that had a picture of I can't remember one of the holes on the main course, and then they also had a picture of the progress on one of the lost holes. Oh, that's cool. That's super yeah. cool. I know they took some of the vegetation from the lost holes and um, moved it. Transplanted. Yeah, transplanted it to some of what he was doing to add that like. Um, 
we'll say like aged earthy look. Yeah. So it's That's not looking cool. like a brand new grass. It was like, oh, this has been here for 25 which, years. Which makes sense because the, the picture that they had posted of the lost hole, it was completely stripped, just straight earth. Yeah. So. Wow. We're going to have right? to go down there next year. Oh, yeah. And you and Mike, you should come play with us or something. Well, we'll I, see. I don't know. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> He's like, I already played with you guys one time. I'm good. Yeah, of, of course, I'd be down. Yeah. Um, I mean, we don't have to continue with Pint Breaker at all because we have gone way past so that. So far this off point. that one. Did we yeah, have any? Uh, was there more questions? How many Pint oh, Breaker yeah, questions? So are? many more. There's like ten. Well, let's do rapid fire. I'll snap them through. Yeah. All right. Do. Well, yeah. Actually, these are yeah because they're kind of rapid fire. All right. Here we go. Uh, salty or sweet? Sweet. Okay. Par three, four, or five. Three. Okay. Ooh, Whoa. Right. Wait. That's odd. Nobody said three before. I think that's the first three. We're gonna have to I, stop. I, I, We're gonna have to pause. I, yeah, this is there goes rapid fire. Admittedly, yeah, I'm no. probably like a bogey golfer or double bogey golfer on par threes. But I just feel like I can just sauce a wedge into anything, so I want to. Okay. Um, okay. So I that's the reason. I don't have to bring my driver just, out, so that's always right. fun. Sometimes it's good not to have it. Practice approach shots. I like playing par three courses. Yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, how do you take your coffee? Uh, it's not. It's not easy. It's different. Uh, some days mostly <laughs> mostly black. Some days I add a little cream, but mostly black. How is that different? I don't know. Some days I want to add cream. Oh, like, so it just, really change, it just changes. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. But, but when I'm at work, it's black because I don't have creamer there. When I'm at home, sometimes I add cream. Um, going back to par threes, I can't remember when we played. I wasn't. I guess I wasn't paying attention. How do you tee it up on a par three? Do you use a tee? Do you use a broken tee? I'm like no a tee. I don't know. I'm like a broken tee fanatic. I will. Be, I will. I will walk from one side of the tee box and pick up five broken tees. Do you keep? Do you keep them? I keep or do them. You, if you look in my uh, golf bag, there's a ton of broken tees. See, I, yeah, I don't keep them, but I'll spend I don't know way why. too much time walking I, I the tee box looking for one. I don't even really use them, but I well, because I tee off with a lot of three woods and four irons. Yep, so then I'm same. Like, I hate using a new tee on that, so I'm like, yeah, oh, where's one of my broken ones? There's probably a little OCD where I like hunt for one, but yeah, our golf course, I think there's like four, five, maybe six holes that I don't use a driver. It's like it's been four iron actually lately, but usually it's three wood. But three wood's not really doing me justice lately, which is extremely frustrating because that was my best club. Yeah, I'm in the same boat with you on that one. Uh, spicy or sour? Spicy. Okay. Um, I know the answer to this one, but for all the listeners, music on the golf course, yes or no? Whatever the my playing company, you know, whatever they want. Okay. I'll, I'll put it on, but if you say, "Can you quiet it down?" I'll turn it off. I don't care. You you had a, like a like I'm you had a fire selection of music. I think I just played course. the Revivalist station. Um, yeah, it sounded like that. That sounds pretty accurate. Yeah, it I was think just, I just put them on. They they have like was, a lot of the songs. I, you know, with the perfect Nathaniel Rateliff. They play Lake Street Dive. Sometimes they play like Fleetwood yeah. Mac on there. Yep, so it's yep, a really good yep. good mix. I'm pretty sure you just named off like. Everything that was played. There's a few more. I think Marcus King was thrown in there a little yeah, bit. Yeah, too. yeah, they play a lot of bluesy stuff, so it's always good. Uh, pineapple on pizza. Yes or no? Not for me. Whatever you not want for to do. You. Okay. I'm not Fair in the enough. biz. I'm, I am limited government. I'm not going to tell you what you can or can't do. You want to call a hot dog a sandwich? You want to put ketchup on it? Whatever. You want pineapple? Nah, whatever. <laughs> but not for you. Not for me. All right. We don't have to answer the last one. Well, that's... 
we've kind of come to the conclusion that's kind of an, inc- an incriminating question. What? Why? <laughs> and now he's curious. <laughs> yeah. <I> mean- <laughs> um, it's craziest golf or drinking story. Nobody ever talks about the drinking one. They always go to golf. Which some. All right, all right. I'll do the drinking one because it's fun. Oh, you don't have to. I probably have enough of them. Uh, one of my favorite ones I actually hid from my wife for a few years and had to actually come true on it. I was up in D.C. for work and went out. I drank like most of the day because it was a, it was one of like a travel days. Yeah. So I kind of I drank pretty heavily and then drank and met a dude at the bar and him and I just started chatting football, soccer, bourbon, and uh, him and I had a great time. And then his wife came, and she was actually the big bourbon connoisseur, so she started, like, buying me bookers and other, you know, top-end bourbons, and we just had a good time. And I was like, it's like 7 o'clock, I haven't had any dinner. Um, I'm probably going to have to get out of here and go find some food. And they're like, oh, yeah, like, hey, we'll meet you back here another night. And I was like, all right, cool, no problem. Um, I get off the bar stool, and, like, the room kind of, I was like, oh, shit, I should have ate something. And I was like, that's all good. Let's just bathroom. Let's go. Uh, I get, this isn't even a, a, a wild. It was really more of an embarrassing story, but I, I still find it funny and a good growing moment for me. But, so I run to the bathroom. I'm like, get to the bathroom. Don't run because you don't run in flip-flops. And uh, I, I get to the bathroom. I'm in full freaking panic mode. Like, oh, my God, I can't throw up here. And I'm trying to get into the bathroom. And they had single-stall bathrooms. And it's no. like locked. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Someone's in here and I need it. Uh, and I'm like shaking the handle and I can't get in. I vomit on my feet. Um, and the server who was super cool uh, the whole night, he was like, hey, bro, don't worry about it. I'll take care of it. And then he was like, by the way, it's open. And like I was in panic and not going all the way down. So he like pushed it down and like opened the door for me. I mean, I went in there. I yacked one more time. By the time I, by the time I came back out, he had that, that spot cleaned like, like 30 wow. seconds. Um, but I had to walk home with uh, soiled flip-flops and then one of the uh, little tongs broke on it. So I had like <laughs> one foot flapping. It was pretty bad. Uh, so I mean, wait, what it, you don't, you don't have to <laughs> oh tell us, God. but what, it, like, did you just not tell your wife about like, yeah, I told, I told my brother, cause you tell your brother everything. And then right. I, I told my, I, I actually told my stepdad cause him and I were just sitting around having a drink and I told him this story and because uh, I had talked to my wife later that night on the phone. <laughs> and, and she was like, hey, how's it going? I was like, oh, good. Yeah, I had a, a good night. Uh, you know, I'm, just, I'm probably going to hit the bed soon so I can get up early and study. Because I was on a, I had to um, take a couple classes while I was traveling. And she was like, hey, well, I'll talk to you later. Do you want to FaceTime uh, Mackenzie? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll do FaceTime real quick. FaceTime my daughter and everything like that. And, and we go to bed and I'm like, she has no idea. I'm hammered fucking drunk right now. Holy crap. I can't believe I dodged that. <laughs> so I was just like, didn't want to come. I didn't want to fess up to the shame of vomiting at a bar and being like over 30 years old. Yeah. Like I understand in your twenties and college, yeah, like, yeah. shit happens. You're learning how to treat yourself. Uh, but yeah, that was a pretty rough moment. Yeah. We well, could probably talk more about fun drunk stories than we could golf stories, honestly. Oh yeah. We'll do, we'll do that <laughs> next time we hang out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Save that for off the record. Yeah. No, no kidding. <laughs> Um, Justin, do you have any more topics or questions you want to talk about? Not, not really too much. Um, I guess kind of just circling back a little bit to, you know, your side of the see golf, play golf side of things. Like, do you have anything coming up 
plan for that stuff? Are you just are you tacking it as you go? Where are you going with that? Yeah, I mean, I, I tend to tack it as I go. Um, Myrtle Beach, typically, like, they're pretty cool about reaching out to me and asking me to come down and, and shoot a course. I just shot a course that wasn't in good shape, so I told them, like, I'm not going to post that stuff. Um, I do have a lot of videos for, like, I'm prepared to post. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have mid pines. I do have pine needles. I do have barefoot golf resort. I do have Royal New Kent up in Virginia. Mm-hmm. Um, any other local ones? I think I have like five, like ready to come out. Just new job. Hopefully, I'll have more time. I just didn't have the time uh, with yeah. the old job. So hopefully, I'll be able to sneak some editing time in. And and actually, I got. Uh, on the hook with another golf company. Um, what was their name? I don't remember it. Right, irrelevant. Okay. They, uh, they're, they're, I was hoping they would send me out to some of their golf course I get to travel and shoot, but they're actually just going to send me footage of like my edits and the, they just mm. want me to do some just drone edits uh, for them and send it back. That's awesome. So that's even easier. I don't have to fly the drone, yeah. to travel. You send me the footage, I can edit it uh, for your website. So that's cool. There you go. Yeah, nothing big for me though. I literally, I pick up the camera every time I go play golf, and if there's a time to take a picture, I do it. If not, I don't. And then hopefully, I play with photographers like you guys um, that teach me stuff. That's usually what I'm learning because I've only had this camera. For, I had this camera for less than a year. So do you learn playing. anything from us? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, let's just move on. Let's just move on. Let's just move on. <laughs> I was trying to give you a compliment. We appreciate the compliment, but <laughs> I love it. Love it. I was like, because I remember you say I was watching um, while editing it. You you had said like, oh, you know, hopefully I learned some some stuff from from these guys. And I was like thinking, I was like, I don't think I don't think we talked about photo or video at all. No, no. I, I thought you guys took more stills. So I was like, I didn't know. No, yeah, yeah we were taking guys, mostly I, I do play video, with a lot yeah. of uh, ph- photographers, and like every time they take photos, I'm like, "Why are your photos so much better than mine?" And then they're like, "Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah, you fucked up with this setting or whatever." And I'm like, oh, "Okay, I'll, it's time for yeah, me. we got to get better at like taking more. F- we got to get better at just doing. You got a lot on your plate. Like it's it's I, it's what you it's guys honestly, were doing out there was was a lot. It's tough, and that's What'd that's you one of the most like underrated things as far as you yeah. know when people see this content come out afterwards, like. You're focusing on trying to play a decent round of golf. You're focusing on yeah. making sure you're getting enough footage. You're focusing on trying to get photos while you're out there. Like it right. is a lot to take care of. You know, it's it, a lot. It's and there's one, no crew. It's just you guys. No, it's us. You know, it's yeah. bare bones. Yeah, that's a lot. Stripped down. It's trying to get what you're getting, and it, just, there's a lot of work that goes into it. And um, yeah, yeah. You're your your director, producer, talent, operate camera operator, DP, editor, writer. Yeah, all of it's it. True. That's a lot. It's in there. tough. Yeah. I think you know. Kudos to you guys for doing it. Thanks, man. Yeah, we've had, we've done. We had this series that we used to do, which I want to do more of. A, of we started at last year called In Between Nines, where we take like non golfers on on the golf course, oh, and cool. we we usually bring a uh, somebody with us on that because that's just you know we're interviewing them and it's we're teaching them how to play golf. It's it's just too, that's just way too like. To to film that by ourselves without someone oh, yeah. would be, be a lot. even more of a challenge. But yeah. maybe one day, maybe one day we'll yeah. have 
I mean, I I don't know if I'll ever like completely let go of the camera, but there's plenty of times where it'd be like really nice to just supporting somebody. Nice, yeah, yeah, constantly got like I I think the videos came out great as you know as they are with what we have, but just thinking about all of the especially our antics like after the rounds and everything, or even whatever, just or even banter that happens. Yeah. Yeah, even on the rounds, like yeah, maybe maybe one day, but. How long have you been? One more question. How long have you been doing photo stuff? And video? Uh, stills less than a year. Really? Um, yeah, less than a year. I bought it like last summer. I bought my camera. Uh, the drone I bought what, two years ago, maybe two and a half years ago, and started um, just wow. flying around. Well, you've been doing a great job, man. I appreciate it. I definitely look back at like my first, and I'm sure you guys look at your first content and yeah. then see how far you've come. And I'm like, I can't believe I posted that. And then yeah. I see like, and I'm sure you know, a year from now, I'm like, I can't believe I posted. I can't believe that. I posted. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it'll just keep going. So that's good that everyone keeps getting better for sure. No, yeah. but I mean, exactly. I, you know, your stuff's out there, and I can remember before I knew who you were, I watched your Tobacco Road video. Yep. Yeah. And I was like, I was yeah. like, oh, this is cool. Like, this is just, I like the laid back vibe of you know talking through the course. It's not, you know, you got the drone shots. You're sitting yeah. there in your office and you're walking yeah. us through the course and how everything goes and just one like, of the other thing was like I, I noticed a lot of um i should have answered this earlier was like i was actually talking to my boss about this he's like what are you doing this for and i was like i just feel like there's a lot of anxiety when you go to a new course yeah mm-hmm. you know like you don't want to go there and look like a douchebag especially if it's a nice course like yeah or, do i drop my bags off do i where's the carts like where's the is there a range like so having just that aerial footage of um, I think Tobacco Road, I did like the drive-in, which that's kind of a weird drive-in. So that's why I want to showcase that. It's like, where do I turn? There's all these, do I, what, I, what if I went the wrong way and went towards a golf cart? Like Now you're so in the that, sand pit. Yes, yeah, yeah or the water. <laughs> so yeah, I kind of wanted to show like some courses of like, just take a little of that stress out of like, how do I get there? Where are the cards? You know, give me a little, give me a live view of like what the, where's putting green and all that stuff. So no, that was, so just I, I subtract that, a little anxiety. I think that's awesome. I'm one of those people that, you know, before I go somewhere, I'm looking on Google, Google Earth for what the front of the building looks like. So I know what I'm dealing with yeah. getting there or, yeah. you know, or if I'm going on vacation somewhere or if I'm going on a trip somewhere, I'm always looking for a video trying to figure out where the local spots are or anything like that. I have so to I stop sure. myself because, like, I don't want to, like, ruin that. I want to, you know, I want to experience it for the first time and see and, and be there. And, like, I... I constantly have to, especially when we were doing this trip going down to Tobacco Road. I'm pretty sure I watched your video like 20 times, which I was yeah. like, I have to stop. I have to stop watching. I'm going there. I need. I, I gotta stop. I gotta stop. That's watching a fear of these mine. Videos. That is a fear yeah. of mine because like some of the courses I shoot, there is a mystique to it. And yeah. mm-hmm. Tobacco Road's one of those. And I mean, really, any strands course has that. You just know you're not yeah. quite sure what you're getting into. It's different, um, and I'm a little nervous. You know, like I don't want to. I don't want to ruin it for someone, but. Because when you at the stepped same on, time. think about it, you stepped on number one at Tobacco Road, and you were like, "Whoa!" Yeah, you no, saw I, it before, but I, you had I, seen I, it before. But if you hadn't seen it, you, I, I basically kind of jaded you to that, that, that maybe, situation a little bit. Maybe no, not. I, though. I, I truly think that, like, I, you know, I had watched through your video. I knew the layout of the course from looking through it and everything. There is nothing like experiencing it in person. Yeah, it's, I think it's, I think there's something very relatable of getting out there and being like, "Oh, I saw this hole. I saw this setup. 
before I got here. Oh, this yeah. is what I saw. And it's just, it's a whole different experience seeing it in person versus. I guess there's a ton of different golfers out there too. Some maybe want that raw experience and some are like, I'd rather be more confident and have yep. an idea what I should do. So kind of teaches and you're never going to please them all. And I, and I don't think anyone who wants that raw experience is taking the time to dig into videos as far as course layout. Yeah, it's fucking jerks. There's reviews on that. <laughs> <laughs> I I have just one more question. It's and I feel like we should have probably asked this in the beginning, but since we're kind of talking about all this stuff now, like does and I don't want to I kind of want to ask you like what does sea golf play golf mean? I feel like we're kind of dancing around it a little bit. Is it is it your you want to show people these golf courses so that you can help provide insight and maybe just kind of like everything that we're talking about now like you're not super intimidated when you get to the golf course or is it is there some other deeper meaning behind sea golf uh, i think this is my third name iteration that i've gone through in the past what was it bogeys to birdies at one Bird, point yeah i still got to redo my like all my previous videos have that banner in it yeah even my intro on youtube still has it uh, so i went from like bogeys to birdies golf vlog and then i found out that there was some dude in australia that had a, a similar uh name and I didn't understand like branding at the time. And I, st- I still don't, admittingly. Um, so I changed it to B2B golf. So birdies uh-huh. to birdies. And I tried to switch it. And I was like, nobody understands B2B golf. And it's hard like when you're on the phone, B2B, they're like, can you like s- phonetically spell? I'm like, B2B. Is it T O O T? And I'm like, oh, man, just. <laughs> so now I, I just changed it. And I just wanted it to be simple. And it's like, see golf, play golf. Like, I like it. Seafood, eat food. Like it's just something you do. You see <laughs> it, and then it you want to go play sense. it. It makes yeah. sense. That was yeah. all it was. I was like, I'm rebranding, and that just happened this year. I was like, Bogey Birdie sounds stupid. It sounds cheesy. B2B makes no fucking sense. So I was like, oh, I like man. it. I like the new name. Yeah, I, like I, think it. I, was I hope you don't night. change it. No, I don't think I'm going to change this one. It's like, and then it's like hard to find a name that doesn't exist. Yeah, and like I did, like I was, I guess I was just saying I was probably drunk one night and was like, I wonder if anyone has a seagull play golf, and then it didn't. I was like, oh, fuck it, I'm gonna make it. Yeah, so I did. <laughs> no, I, there was something like when we start because obviously we, if you don't know, we run a video production company. What? So that's yeah. So our video production, <laughs> God, you didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's like when we started making this golf content, like I think. We went through a couple different names that just never, like, they never really went, like, public. And we thought about changing the name of the YouTube channel, but we're just like, just, we're just, screw it. We're just going to go with the name of the business. Like, whatever, who cares? I think your, uh, your series is a super cool name on the room is like, like a lot of fun to like, just think about. Cause that is what golf can be. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's great. Thanks, man. Yeah. We're just, yeah. So that's basically where we're going is like, it's like, uh. The company is King Wolf Creative, and then we have all the like the pints and putts and all these. Yeah, pints and putts is a good one too. I yeah, mean, thanks, man. Yeah, I mean, I only one Instagram the... though. We can't imagine having like twenty different Instagrams oh for the same. One one day, no. no. That sounds like affairs, and that sounds too difficult. <laughs> like I can't, I can't deal with multiple that. Yeah, I have a hard time keeping up with one Instagram. Yeah, yeah, no. Nah. We actually had for the in between nines when we had like a another instagram and it was like just too much for just two yeah so we're like we're just we're just gonna go with one instagram we have a pints and putts instagram it's, it's a lot of notifications it's one thing if you have a team 
and they're posting you know you got yeah, it could be like barstool sports who has like 37 different spinoffs yeah, right. yeah yeah yeah, hey, yeah. It, it's it's one thing when you get to that <laughs> but like i, I, mean, I think yeah. it's also it's easier for the viewers too if they can go to one place and they can see exactly you know, everything then yeah it makes sense yeah man well mike oh, um getting close appreciate to you i know i'm sorry dude <laughs> oh no, that's when you you guys are premiering oh yeah oh, we should probably yeah. We gotta, we gotta switch gears right now. <laughs> Holy crap! It's a good thing someone yeah, remembered in the group. Yeah, Holy I'm, a pro- crap. I'm a project manager, man. That's what I'm doing. I'm here to remind you. <laughs> well, um, yeah, we should probably we got to get over on that thing. I got to get in the comments and make yeah, sure that that is hopefully right not. Over. Yeah, hopefully good to go. Um, yeah, you want to just plug all your stuff? I mean, I know we've been kind of saying it, but before we tell everybody goodbye. Oh, uh, I don't have a lot of plugs. Seagull, play golf. Check me out on Instagram, YouTube. Uh, just hit me up whenever if you're in the area and you're not a serial killer. Uh, yeah, just I'll play golf. Hell That's yeah. How I am. Well, dude, thanks so much, man. Appreciate you coming on. Absolutely, guys. Uh, I look forward to catching your video in like three minutes and then <laughs> catch you on the next nine. Yeah, and if, you, if you're up this way. Let us know. Yeah, for whatever reason. I don't know why you would come up here, but if you uh, maybe I'll go on the room or something, you know. Ah, yeah. go on the room. Hey, you come on up. You might have to. You might have to be a guest <laughs> on like one of the seasons was, or something, you know. I was gonna say you're more you're more than welcome to come out. We got places for you to stay, golf courses to play, and plenty of golf courses to play. I like it. That sounds good. good. Maybe one day we'll we'll do it. All right, man. All right, guys. Good chat with you. You as well. 